Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Salik, and this is my first episode of year two. I can't even speak of year two of this podcast because I celebrated last week, I believe it is now, the one year anniversary of the I'm Sorry What podcast. Can you even freaking believe it? Because I can't. I'm so thrilled and overwhelmed. And um, I do also have to say, because I can already hear this is happening, I um, I don't want to talk too much yet, but I am in a new room is all I'm going to say. And unfortunately, I don't have a lot of stuff here yet. Uh, so uh, it's a little bit echoey. So I'm really sorry about that for this episode. But I promise all of the amazing content that I've got prepared for today is so worth it. So um, if it sounds a little bit like I'm in the bathroom, I promise you, I am not this time, although I have been spending a lot of time in there. But Anyways, um, (laughs) happy one year anniversary to all of my listeners who love this podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to it and uh, to help me grow it. And I know that um, I kind of did that thing I do where something good happens and I fall off the face of the planet. So I celebrated my one year and then I missed a week. But you know, the last episode was so good. I hope it's worth it. Um, Having Erin on the podcast was an absolute dream. Um, She was so much fun. And I hope some of her amazing friends stuck around and are listening to the next episode of this podcast. Um, Hi, welcome. If you are. um, Yeah, that was just such an amazing episode. And I'm sad it's over and I'm ready for her to come home. (laughs) So anyways, hi. And uh, it's Thanksgiving week, everyone. So I hope that you have um, very safe plans. Um, For those of you who don't like your family. This is kind of a dream come true because you are not supposed to go see them all (laughs) during this time. And you know, I know that's got to be so tough because I'm sure every family thinks differently about this, this virus. It's very clear that the whole world thinks very differently about this virus. And I myself, you know, maybe sometimes in doing things that I shouldn't be, but I'm trying to be extra safe and I feel like I put my friends on a lie detector test to ask them where they've been, who they've seen with the same as me. It's like a whole confession of who I've hung out with and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, uh, if you don't like your family, I hope that you are getting out of it. If you are surrounded by people who are going to make you feel uncomfortable, I hope that you got to avoid that as well. But um, of course, and to all my people who are still stuck in a situation that they don't want to be in, I feel for you. My heart is with you. And please try to enjoy this uh, holiday season. And you can always tell people to stay the fuck back. Six feet apart, bitches, six feet apart. Um, So for Thanksgiving for my family, we're going to just do so my parents, uh, my sister and her husband, Matt, and then myself and Jimmy. So Jillian decided that she is going to host Thanksgiving this year, which is big. This is the first holiday, you know, that she's taking on. And, you know, everyone divvied up on what to bring you know of course they're doing the turkey and the ham they got the 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 big stuff my dad got the crescent rolls uh, my mom is bringing dessert I believe and something else but 
To no surprise to anybody, what I was asked to bring to Thanksgiving is a cocktail and the charcuterie board. So I can't decide if that means I am the main character or the hot mess, kind of slutty supportive character, but I'm going to go with the main character because the fact that all they thought I could handle or all they thought that I was going to be really good for was making the cocktail and the charcuterie board. And because that's all I was given, I went way too hard. And now somehow I spent like $75 on a charcuterie board, which <laughs> help. I don't know. I, I really wanted to make a baked brie. So I'm going to try that out because I just feel like, okay, well, now they just gave me the charcuterie board, which I do argue is very important as somebody whose three favorite food items are wine, cheese, and crackers. Uh, it is a very very big job. And um, I'm excited. I tried a, a Gouda, a sharp cheddar. What was the other one I grabbed? Oh, a, a truffle. I think it's a truffle cheddar, maybe, or a truffle Swiss or something like that. I don't know. My mom said she liked truffles. So I thought I'd throw that in there with the court, the meats, of course, of course, the meats got that prosciutto, got that salami. Like, no, we're not fucking around here. Not today. Not when you put Ashley on the freaking charcuterie board. So we're going to have crackers to dip and we'll dip but like you know in the brie cheese the melty brie cheese but we're also gonna have bread little sourdough action going on as long as Panera doesn't close on me because that's where I'm gonna go get it from and you know what I'm just saying that if somebody gives you a remedial task for this holiday season, don't forget to remind them that you are the 10 out of 10 of the family and show up with your best shit. Okay, so I'm not letting anybody down for my cocktail. If you're wondering, I am going to do an apple cider sangria. So what you do is you get the apple cider, the spiced apple cider from Trader Joe's and like, don't play with me on this one. That is the best apple cider. So don't fuck around with anybody else. And then you get two bottles of white wine. Last time I did this, I did a Sauve Blanc, but my mom said that she has a hard time with Sauve Blanc. So I think I'm going to try a Pinot Grigio. Um, shout out to my girl Stassi. I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. And um, yeah, and then you add caramel vodka, which exists. I did not know that. You can add normal vodka, but like why be average when you can be extraordinary? So um, I have the caramel vodka and then um, caramel sauce, which of course... If you're not doing Ghirardelli, you're not doing it right. So don't fucking play games with me. Do not show up to my house with some like fucking Nestle ass Toll House bullshit. Okay, because um, I'm not here for it. Ghirardelli or leave. So um, watch one day like leave Ghirardelli and I try to get a job at Nestle or something and they pull up this podcast. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. So anyways, I uh, am not planning on leaving Ghirardelli. Anyways, so back to my sangria. So then you put all that together and then you cut up some apple slices and you put that in there. And then what I like to do also is I have the gold edible glitter and I throw the gold edible glitter on there. Cause like, what did I say earlier? Like why be ordinary? Would you be extraordinary? Which I don't think is originally what I said, but also truth. Remember kids, you are the main character. Like, yes. Am I also the slutty supportive best friend? Yes. But when it comes to this family, I am determined <laughs> to be the main character. So I am putting goddamn sparkles in my sangria. And I'm sure that my dad or my sister is listening to this podcast right now. Like, what the fuck? But here we go. Here we go, bitches. So anyways, 
I'm very excited about that. And um, I don't know, I think it's going to be a good time. Uh, Jimmy and I have invested in a Peloton. So I'm one of those fucking bitches now. Remember last podcast when I was talking about how basic I am, but now I have a goddamn Peloton. So uh, I'm very excited. My vagina is very scared. Once again, sorry, dad, if you're listening. But if you have not done cycle, if you or if you've done cycle and you tell me that your vagina doesn't hurt, you're a gremlin or a witch, witchcraft wizard, which burn her alive. She's a witch. Um, because holy shit, does that hurt? But it is also such a fun workout. And um, me and Ryan and Julie were on a gym membership together one time, a family plan. Um, I'm pretty sure I think I tell people that we went to a bunch of spin classes, but this is my confession. I want to say we went to two or three. Maybe they can hold me accountable and honest on that. But um, it was still really fun and very, very hard. And your girl is having a really hard time working out. And we're going to get to like my um, my struggles right now and my health and my bullshit later on the podcast. We're going to get depressing at the end as opposed to getting depressed in the beginning. So we're switching it up, people. It's about to be 2021. We got to change the whole podcast. We're on year two now, year two. Um, so anyways, uh, I'm very excited about the Peloton and to hopefully get skinny or something. Or like, you know, I just want to, you know buy clothes and like them on me. That's not the seven oversized sweaters that I bought from Old Navy. Like when I say I went hard in the sweaters, I went hard in the sweaters and I have three new ones. And then I bought like two jackets that are also very large and in charge. And, you know, I know it's a style, but maybe I don't, um, Maybe I won't have to feel like I have to wear that. You know, it's called insecurities and we're still working on them, people. Yes, here we go. It's all about growth. You guys, um, let me start. Well, we're 10 minutes into it. Let me continue this podcast by talking about our queen. As you know, from the last podcast, I am a Swifty. Wouldn't say a scary one because I feel like there are levels uh, for example, you know, Erin, very passionate about her swiftiness. Um, a lot of my close friends, very passionate about their swiftiness. I love her, but I, um, you know, I don't need to go crazy for her. I did, um, you know, from a, from a bitch standpoint, I enjoyed the whole snake thing, uh, with Kim calling her out, but I enjoyed more when she owned it and took it back. Like, I know everybody has their favorite era, as I asked Erin, uh, you know, and I don't think a lot of people's is reputation, but it is mine for sure. Because as somebody who thought that the Miley Cyrus bangers era was literally the best era of all of Miley Cyrus, how can I not? How can I not love reputation? How can I not? So anyways, okay, you guys. So I'm not, like I said, I don't want to talk about my living situation right now, but I do need to throw like one thing out there. Um... I uh, just got a knock on the door and I should have left like me running um, <laughs> in this podcast, but I just, I just deleted that footage, but I got so scared because there is a door basically to my left that leads, that's like at a patio. And that's what I thought the knock was coming from. And so I ran to the front door, um, hidden knife in hand. We, we'll talk about that um, one day about my hidden knives around the apartment. Um, but 
<laughs> um, yeah, it uh, scared the shit out of me. So my heart is really racing right now. It was just a delivery. It was just one of my millions of deliveries from my online shopping that I'm getting. And whew, okay, let's go back to talking about Taylor Swift. She's going to calm down now. Uh, you need to calm down. You're being too loud. Uh, so Taylor Swift confirmed at the AMAs that she is in fact re-recording all of her songs and she is about to give the biggest fuck you to Scooter Braun. See, this is why I liked Reputation Era because I like fuck you, Taylor Swift. I like, um, I don't give a fuck about being a nice bitch. I'm going to be my own bitch and I'm going to stand up for myself. And so she uh, won Artist of the Year at the AMAs and she said this, the reason that I'm not there tonight is because I'm actually recording all of my old music in the studio where we originally recorded it. So Scooter Braun peeing his pants now? Well, okay, wait, actually doesn't matter because he sold all of his shit already. So I guess I guess he got out on the right time. Like he knew she was going to re-record, so maybe it doesn't affect him. I'll have to look into the logistics on that. But either way, who is ready to hear all too well in the folklore sound? Like in her mature, more mature voice, with the more heartbreak she has gone through. Girl, I might break up with Jimmy to stop feelings. You know what I mean? Woo! She's ready. She is ready. She also announced, I'm recording this on Tuesday, so I'm hoping that it either comes out tonight or tomorrow. But she announced that tonight, uh, Tuesday night, she is going to be dropping a new film on Disney+. And this is one of my favorite things about Taylor. Is like she drops a bunch of Easter eggs and like her fans have fun with it. And then... But even she knows sometimes it goes like too far. Like the shit that I've seen on TikTok because I ended up on Swifty Talk and um, the shit that that they post is insane. But this is what she said. She said, well, it's 1124 and 24 minus 11 equals 13. So I've got an announcement. You haven't seen this film before. Folklore, the Long Pond se- Session, seasons, <laughs> sessions will be out tonight at midnight. So not only... Is she in the fucking elite that she's dropping something on Disney Plus? Okay. Like it was cool. Like Netflix is a big deal that she dropped something on Netflix. But this is Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Like, whoo, that's a big, that's a big shit right there. So um, big reputation. Anyways, great for Taylor. I can't wait to watch this. Um, I will not be staying up and watching it at midnight. Like I said, I'm, I'm a mediocre Swifty. I love her very much. I paid a lot of money to go to the lover tour thing that we didn't get to go to. I've never seen her live. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle there on the crazy level of Taylor Swift, but I am very excited to see this. And I'm very happy for her to record her own shit because fucking women supporting women, bitches. Um, <laughs> okay. You guys also, since I love celebrity gossip, of course, um, I did end up a little bit on the gossip side of TikTok. So I can tell you, for all those people that are like, you're not into TikTok, or like, y- you might want to be, but you don't want to be, but you're also like, who's Charlie D'Amelio? And like, should I care? But also, I want to know why she got canceled and uncanceled. Hi, it's me. I'm here to tell you what I know from what I learned from TikTok. And I didn't do a deep dive on this. This is just, you know, what I saw scrolling my through my For You page, okay? Uh, so basically, 
Charlie D'Amelio and her family, which includes Dixie D'Amelio, who's her sister that's riding her coattails and like support that. Uh, so they had a, a, I don't know if it's for their YouTube channel or something, but they had a chef over and basically, um, the chef decided to make them escargot, which is the oldest joke in the book. Like how many times in movies and shit have we seen someone eating? They're like, Oh my God, it's snail. And they freak out. Like, I feel that that is a very overplayed joke and that should have been the reason maybe they were canceled, but it's not. So basically this nice chef makes them this dinner and Charlie D'Amelio, who is 16, which I would say a lot of 26 year olds probably would have said the same thing, myself included at the fresh age of 28, um, said that she'd rather have dino nuggets than the very nice meal that was made for her. And then uh, Dixie D'Amelio, who's 19, a little bit older, um, she was told that sh- that what she was eating was escargot and was snail, and then she threw it up. Which, like, yeah. You're going to seriously sit here and tell me that all of you are classy enough to eat escargot. You're listening to the I'm Sorry What podcast. No, you're not that fucking classy. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Yes, you are. We are classy and we're trashy. You can be both. Um, so, so anyways, this is why this is why she got canceled. And then she also mentioned in there something about how so she was close to being the first TikToker with a hundred million followers or something like that. And it was going to be on the anniversary of when she hit a million followers or something like that, like one year later. And she was saying, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I hit this at this time? Like, wouldn't that be nice, you know, for me to get that many followers? And apparently people thought she was being a brat. When I first heard it, I was kind of like, ugh, relax, bitch. And James Charles was there, who people hate, but I can't seem to hate him for some reason. Um, I don't know. You tell me why I should hate him and maybe I will I will learn because sometimes it takes me a little bit uh, to hate people. <laughs> so help me. Uh, right now I like him. So anyways, he um, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, it was 92 million not enough or something like that. Like the joke was made. It was funny, but then people got all pissed at their right. And then so then she had lost all of these followers. Uh, they said like 500 well, not 500 million, because that would make sense. I don't know the math here, people, okay? I do celebrity gossip, not algebra. So um, they, you know, basically she lost all these followers. And then the next day, she hit it. She hit that milestone and got 100 million followers. So I'm super confused as to what happened. But uh, that's the drama that's been going on on TikTok. And this girl, Trisha something... She keeps showing up on my For You page, and she's definitely racist, and I'm so fucking sick of seeing her, and she's weighing in on this. Oh, oh, here's one of my favorite things that happened. Okay, so I have this hard time because I've always been a Perez Hilton girl myself, like, always read his stuff, blah, 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 but as I get older, like, in looking back on it, he's just kind of an asshole, and I feel like there is a way to tell celebrity stories without being a dick. I mean, E! News does it all the time. Classy. Um, this is the classy and trashy that I don't, you know, we don't want to be trash Prez Hilton. We would be like class E! News. But when we're drinking, we can absolutely be trash. You know what I mean? That's just what I'm saying there. So anyways, um, they, <laughs> so Prez Hilton uh, had commented something and on James Charles's video and uh, James Charles was just like 
leaving. Oh, no, no. Perez Hilton, I think, commented on James Charles' video. And James Charles was like, no, go away. And then Perez Hilton came back and was like, oh, I'm not a young, um, I'm not a straight boy for him to, you know, be creepy with or something. And that's why he doesn't want to fuck with me. And then when you, like, think about it, I mean, if Perez Hilton was blogging when I was maybe in high school, I mean, that guy's old. And you have to think James Charles is... I can't, I don't even think he's 21. I should have done my research before doing this then. But I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Like, leave the kid alone. Perez, you're really, you're really fighting with TikTokers to, to stay relevant. I mean, I get it. I get you having to be on TikTok, you know, to stay relevant. But you don't have to fight with them. You're like Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo is on my shit list. And we all already know that. You can listen to past podcasts. But anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like I have to watch The Crown now. We're transitioning out of TikTok. Um, because, you know, back in elementary school, I dressed up as Princess Diana once. So now I feel the need to watch The Crown. But I've seen many people post and say, like, I know you want to start now, but you have to start from the beginning. And that's just like four seasons. And I got depressed again. So I automatically started watching New Girl. And now I'm deep in that. So I got to finish that before I can move on to something new. I tried to do the same thing with the Queen's Gambit. But you know, when you're depressed, you're depressed. (laughs) So yeah, if you've watched it, if you think that I can watch season four without watching the first three seasons, please DM me at Ashley Sleek on the gram, Ashley Sleek with two E's. You can email me on my website, AshleySleek.com. Make a branding on our own podcast. It's fine. Um, okay, so I want to talk about Nicki Minaj for a hot minute because um, I did a lot. I actually did do research. So now I feel like if I don't get to the story, I'd be upset. But so she actually called out the Grammy. So the Grammy nominees are out. I do want to mention here, plop this in as a directioner. It would be illegal for me not to mention that Harry Styles is nominated and will be the first solo member of One Direction to be nominated for a Grammy. So he's up for best pop vocal album, uh, best music video, and best pop solo performance. So Watermelon Sugar, hi! Watermelon Sugar, hi! Um, Obviously very down for him to win. Um, Also, as a side note, if you are somebody who does not think that men should wear dresses and you did not think that Harry Styles looks sexy AF on that Vogue cover, if you would not still sleep with him in that dress, stop listening to this podcast. This podcast is not for you. Mm -mm, This is not for you, honey. Just take it. Take a step back. Maybe rethink your life choices. If you think that you uh, can get on board, you can stay. You're more than welcome. But please, it's okay. I do not need your uh, support if you're not going to support Harry. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, let's move on to Nicki Minaj. So she brought up, she decided to dig up her past a little bit. So she said um, in... 2020, 2012. Wow. Hi. It's 2020 right now. In 2012, she talked about how she was not, she did not win best new artist. She said, never forget when the Grammys didn't give me my first best new artist award when I had seven songs simultaneously charting on billboard and a bigger first week than any other female rapper in the decade. Um, so it's really hard. Cause I'm like, Nikki, I get it. But I'm like, honey, 2012 it's 2020 now we gotta move on from that so then I looked it up because I feel like I've heard this many times and as somebody watches award shows a lot I feel like it's actually really rare that the person who wins best new artist like 
goes on to be mega famous. So the person who won in 2012 was fun. Remember that band fun? I really, I do really like them. Don't get me wrong. Don't come for me. I like fun actually. And I don't know if he listened to this podcast. We listened to the last podcast, a friend of mine named Chad, who used to work at the yogurt shop with me in Livermore. Shout out first treat yogurt. He made me listen to fun before they had that one big song that blew them up. So thank you for making me a hipster on fun. But yeah, I, I, you know, they didn't win. So then I was like, okay, well, did Cardi B win? Because, you know, there's always that tension between the two of them. So then I looked it up. So Cardi B also did not win Best New Artist, but she wasn't even nominated because I guess in order to win or be nominated for Best New Artist, you have to not have been nominated for a Grammy before your album drops or something like that. I did some research. It was really hard to understand, but because she was nominated for Bodiac Yellow before the album or something, she didn't qualify. So either way, I feel bad for my girl, Nikki. Um, I don't know if she's my girl. I feel like I might want to take that back. I'm not sure where I stand with her because I'm pretty sure her husband's a rapist. Maybe not. I'll have to look back in. I know there's some scandal there. Uh, but I, I just feel like you guys, sometimes we have to let go. I mean, am I still a little upset that I went homecoming queen? Absolutely. I feel like I, I feel like I was robbed, but you know, what? being nominated is just as good. And Nikki, you gotta hold on to that. Okay. You just have to. <laughs> She's not listening to this, but, um, I also, before I get into I'm Sorry What, I have to mention that our actual girl, Amber Riley, by the way, I saw on radio, um, on one of my uh, radio groups, how much people hate when radio people use um, our girl or my girl to talk about somebody. And uh, I did it so much in this podcast. So like, if you would like to play a drinking game, go back and listen to how many times I said my girl or our girl. I'm sorry. It's just hard because I just, I want so badly to be their friends that this is why I talk this way and I hate it too. But you know what? It's also fun. So anyways, obviously as a Glee star, <laughs> as a Glee star myself, obviously as a Glee fan, I absolutely love Amber, adore her, Mercedes is life, Mercedes is queen, and she's engaged. And I just felt like I had to mention that because I love her so much. So uh, congratulations to her. I heard the diamond was very big, which yes, queen, uh, but I actually didn't see any pictures of it. So I must have just missed that on my article in my hunting. But you guys, it's time for a little I'm sorry, what I got some shit to bitch about. And I feel like it might get dark. Uh, so I'm just gonna warn you ahead of time because I, I feel like I probably should be journaling about this in a personal space, but I'm not going to. I'm going to share it with all of you. But I have just been so sick and I'm mad about it, honestly, because I'm like, God damn it. So obviously I have Crohn's, I have lupus, I have fibromyalgia. And my journey with doctors has been so rough. And like, the thing is, is that I don't want to come on here and bash doctors because obviously we are in the time where we need to respect them the most, them and teachers. Um, and I feel, I feel bad about this, but I just have to fucking get it off my chest because I feel like there's people out there who are really privileged in, in their um, medical history and don't understand how hard it is to get a doctor or how hard it is to pay bills. I mean, I got really lucky with my being on my parents' health care. Um, it was great. 
It was it was really good. I mean, I had Kaiser and I used to bitch about them there then. And now I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I, I remember at the age of 16 having to fight to get a doctor and even my parents at first, no shade, to believe that I was sick. And now I so basically I went through this journey. OK, I'm going to give you the very spark notes version where there was just this this weird timing switch in my life that when I got the job in Oregon for radio for KDAC, I had also found out, I mean, maybe months prior to that, that I got lupus and I had lupus from the medication I was taking for the Crohn's. And I had been on that medication since I was like 16 and I was pretty much almost in remission. I think at one point I was in remission and then I fell back out. And so when that happened, I was immediately taken off that medication but then moved to Oregon and had such a hard time finding a doctor and then turned 26 and moved back to Livermore. And I spent so freaking long trying to find a doctor on, um, on medic Medicare or Cal. I can't remember which one because I always say the wrong one, but because I had my fucking birth date wrong. And so this whole time, so for, I mean, almost three years now I've been without medication. And maybe some of you guys are like, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, it's not. Yeah. I know that you can be off medication and still be doing fine. Uh, I am not fine. And so when I got on, got hired full time at Ghirardelli and got healthcare, you know, I went on this journey to find doctors. And the first doctor I saw was like, yeah, I'm not really convinced that you have Crohn's. And I'm like, bitch. I've already committed to so many Crohn's walks and being a crony and celebrating my Crohniversary. You can't fucking take this from me. You know what I mean? And he's like, I think you just have lupus. And I'm like, well, I got lupus from the Crohn's. So I don't really think that makes sense. He's like, maybe it's just fibromyalgia. And I was like, please review the statement before. And then I saw a GI, like referred, this is like a, a you know, I don't want to say a regular doctor, but you know, the first, the one that you would see if you had a cold. So then, cause you have to see one of those in order to get a specialist. So then I go to see a specialist and this guy's not taking me seriously. And I'm like, fuck. So then I go and look for like another doctor and it takes so long. And now I'm at the point where I'm actually very sick and I'm not telling anybody this. So you will like feel bad for me. Cause I hate that. And that's like, why I don't, always like to talk about it but I've learned that sharing your story is healing and can help somebody so I'm just being honest right now I'm in like so much fucking pain I cry a lot which I always do but like this is more pain cry than depressed cry but then I get depressed because I'm like in pain and it's just this fucking slippery slope that I'm on and I'm so frustrated that you know it's so hard for me to see a doctor so then I finally get another doctor right and he sits down and I'm like, here's my shit. I'm trying not to cry because I get choked up every time I see it. Every time I call a doctor to make an appointment, I get choked up. Now, is that illogical? Absolutely. But does it happen? Yes. And I don't know how to stop it. So anyways, <laughs> I'm like already having to do this. I sit down and this motherfucker hits me with, well, have you tried diet and exercise? I'm like, I will literally, literally take that scalpel from behind you and personally gouge out your eyeballs. Now, do I think that I could be healthier? 100%. Everybody's got their journey. It's clear to me I gained a lot of weight. I know I'm on the path to make that better. But you cannot fucking sit here and tell me as somebody 
who has had a Crohn's her whole life, basically. Well, okay, 16. I had, I had a big life before the age of 16. But you're going to tell me that I could cure my Crohn's disease by diet and exercise. And I was well aware that, by the way, after you are on medication for a while, at some point you can get off and then you can be doing diet and exercise and you can be fine. That is true. That can happen. But if I'm sitting here telling you that I'm having horrible symptoms and you hit me with diet and exercise, oh my God, you guys. So, um, you know, if you are a doctor, maybe just figure out a way to deliver the whole diet and exercise thing. Because then he followed it and he's like, you know, I, I, I really always like to look at that option first as opposed to medication. I said, well, obviously I would like that option too because I'm afraid of medication. One gave me lupus so and then gave me fibromyalgia. So I hear you. I hear you. I hate taking drugs and, and medication. But if I'm sitting here basically begging you to get me just to see a specialist who can get me the a specialist who's not going to be a fucking tool bag. I don't know. I, I'm losing my I'm losing my mind a little bit. And I feel like it's important to vent about because I just think that there's other people who are going through this. And I remember just thinking, is it just me? Like, is it just me? Do am I the only person who has, who's like fighting doctors right now? But then I talk to more people. Um, I won't, you know, name their names. So I want to expose them if they don't are open to talking about, uh, you know, health. But you know who you are. Um, you know about this, and I'm like, oh my god, it's not just me. And like, I know people are so annoying when they say this, but I just want to get it out there, just in case. Like, I really hope nothing happens to you, but in case you're not feeling good, like, please don't forget that you are actually your only advocate like no one is gonna fight for you and I say this aside from the mothers okay because like my mom went hard for me but I you know I still had to convince them I was sick for a little bit because you know I might have been a little bit of a liar back in the day I don't know but you have to fight for your own health and and please do everything that you can to make yourself better before you see that doctor because I was happy to tell this guy after he said that that I'm like actually like I have been working out a lot more I've been watching my diet you know now I'm back to tracking all my food which I know is bad on the whole like um mental side of you know eating disorder part but like for health purposes I've just been writing it all down so I can see if certain foods are triggering certain things I haven't even had the craving to drink wine. There have been three occasions this week, like my parents came over and I had wine. I went to my mom's house and we went wine tasting. And each time I, I think I maybe, maybe had a glass if that, but I just like, am not having the craving for wine. So I'm telling you guys that this is serious. And I wanted to tell my doctor that, but I wasn't thinking it was an alcoholic, obviously, because I lied when he's like, how much do you drink? I was like, mm, rarely. Um, so anyways, uh, I just had to get that vent out. And thank you so much for listening to me bitch about that. And please don't forget that if you're having this problem, like I am here to support you. I've got your fucking back for sure. And I know it's a long journey, but you know what? There is actually nothing more rewarding, honestly, than fighting for yourself and seeing success because honey, no one else is going to fight for you and you will. And, and then when you do it and you're right and you're like, haha, and I did this at 16 and I was like, yeah, I fucking told you so you goddamn adults. Now look at me, but also I'm sick. Help me. Um, you can do it and you're amazing. And that's my, I'm sorry. What doctors leave me alone and rawr.
<laughs> Anyways, um, by the way, I did, um, I did order the Peloton after he told me about diet and exercise. So I feel like, uh, just got to call myself out there on that one. <laughs> but okay, you guys, I went a little bit over my normal time. And honestly, I am a little bit exhausted. And so I don't even know if I'm going to edit this one. So I hope that you love all of my weird breaths and my craziness. And thank you so much for listening. Happy fucking one year anniversary to this podcast. I'm so proud of this. I'm so proud that I get myself to have the energy to do this. And I just hope that everybody who's listening is having a laugh and enjoying it or thinking, wow, this girl talks so fucking much, but I like hearing her voice too, I think. Um, I love you guys so much. Okay. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you'd like to be on the podcast, always happy to have guests. So just DM me at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay. Bye.